ACAST. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's with great pleasure I have special guest Joe Rutland, writer, journalist, and channeler. Joe has been a writer for some time. He's written five books and has written for large-scale publications like Entrepreneur, The Huffington Post, Thrive Global, The Good Men Project, Elite Daily, and others. Rutland has written in different niches, ranging from business to personal development to spirituality. He spent most of his life in communication until he decided in 2019 that it was time to come out of his spiritual closet and share his unique intuitive gift with the world. Joe has the ability to channel Jesus of Nazareth, which has been He's been doing it for some time. He's challenged the norms of society to reveal this information that Jesus has offered to him. Joe offers this information to individuals and groups, and he's agreed to channel Jesus of Nazareth during our episode today. I invite you to listen to our show with an open mind, and his information can be found at www.thejesuschats.com. It's a great pleasure. I welcome Joe to the show. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hi, Jason. It's great to be with you, and uh, greetings. And hello to everyone listening around the world. Absolutely. I, I appreciate you deciding to come on and, and talk and share your personal experience with, the, with our audience. I know um, we had the benefit of a really nice detailed chat yesterday. And I, I, I think this will be really good for us to do for our show. I, I'm excited about having you on. And I, I, first question I want to ask you is, at what point did you first realize that you had some type of intuitive ability that wasn't just something you could explain away? Jason, about 20 years ago, I, in my life, was going through some 
changes internally, externally, around beliefs, both spiritually and as far as family dynamics were concerned. And I began something that I had developed that was a practice of meditation. And it's something that while I know that there are times that people schedule in to do it, and for me it would be like in the mornings, but maybe sometime during the day, you know, quietness. And it was in during one of these quiet moments that a still voice within me said that I could aud- audibly hear, said, I love you and I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I heard this and I went, okay. And I didn't at first know what to make of it. I had some awareness of people who heard voices in their head, and usually those types of people would be subjected to going to places where people had issues, Jason, and not taken seriously. So I just let this kind of experience, well, it continued over the next six or seven months. And messages I continued getting were ones of, you're loved, I am with you, I will never leave you and forsake you. You are a beautiful soul. You are worthy of all the abundance of life. And I'm listening to this information come in. And when I I listened to it, about six, seven months later, I said to myself, I'm going to ask, who is this speaking to me? And clearly, received with his eye. Jesus of Nazareth, who is speaking to you? And I went, okay. And throughout the next 19 years, I would not tell anybody, nobody, that these downloads, I've come to understand a bit more of the terminology, if you will, sometimes used, kept, kept continuing. Now, my, now, this kept going on and on and on. So I think I'm going to stop there with my answer because you asked just when did it start? And that's where I'll stop. I do, you're, you're fine. This is what I want to ask you. And just I'll just play devil's advocate for a second. And let's say you, you currently reside where in the country? I live in El Paso, Texas. Okay. So you live in El Paso, Texas. Is that a pretty strong religious community there? It is. But here's what I want to ask you. Going back to your first opportunity to become public about this, how has it been received in your local community where you live? Or have you kept it mostly online? Or what's been your approach with it? It's been mostly okay. online. And so the reaction from people, for the most part, I, I, very encouraging. I, I, have, I rarely had a voice, a person, a human being say, you know, oh, you're a fake. Oh, you're a fraud. Something like that. So the people who, who, have, who have had Jesus chat sessions individually, have the majority of them have had wonderful experiences. And the, reason, the only reason I asked you that is I was just curious because I know one of the things about becoming public at something is having to overcome your fear of negative, adverse type of circumstances. And I don't think that's something you have to be worried about now. But I was just curious if you had to deal with that and what it was like for you. As far as this point right now, Jason, I haven't had a lot of pushback of you're, you're not believable type things. Good. Um, that doesn't mean that 
down the road that might happen. I mean, that's been that was one of the things that kept me from opening up in this way to the world. You know, out of the fear, out of the fear of being, you know, ostracized. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of a lot of things with that. There's so much courage that you have to really invest in to just say, hey, I'm I have this information that's coming to me and I want to share it with the world. I want to share with people. I want to, you know, I'd like to whatever the message is, as long as it's a positive message and it helps people, there should be no negativity about it. I know you're going to have people who are, you know, very devout to their own belief system. And those might be the people that wouldn't talk to someone like me anyway. Because <laughs> if I'm a psychic medium <laughs> and if you're a channeler, we're probably not going to be welcome to the table. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel too scared or afraid of being judged by anybody who judges me because I don't judge others. And I don't think we should. And I'm sure that that's something that you would have as a message to anyone who comes to you for a Jesus chat. <laughs> But um, yes, the 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 essence is the 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 whatever you whatever you experience, whatever anyone experiences, is your experience. There's never a presupposed agenda on my part. Like you have to have this experience in your life. Like you must, which is. Tends, which kind of tends to be toward what organized religion says. You must have this experience in order to have that experience. That makes a lot of sense. Let me ask you this. You've agreed to do a Jesus chat with me today and actually have it recorded for our audience. And I'd like to, because we're going to get into that in a few minutes, I would like to have you explain to our audience what is a Jesus chat if they were to uh, contact you and and I think the, you can tell us about your website and then just tell us what we're going to do on the episode today for this Jesus chat that you and I are going to do. All right. Well, first off, when you go to the website jesuschats.com, you will see on there links to you know blog posts that I've done. Uh, there's a there's a contact area where there's links to different media platforms, a Facebook group, a YouTube channel, where I've put up at least about, I think, seven, eight, nine videos so far. Only one of them is not a channel message, but the rest of them are channel messages. Okay. You know, on the website itself, there's a lot of information on there. There's a, there's a frequently asked questions section. I would encourage people to go there. Skeptics, doubters, curious seekers, go there. Read that. Yet the process that I do with people in a Jesus chat session is that when people go on the website, they have an opportunity to schedule whatever type of session they want. There are three different options on there. Um, one is a one-on-one. One is an extended session where they have a chance to ask Jesus of Nazareth questions, five up to five questions. I, I, I allow that. And then... And now when I'm in the state of letting Jesus speak through me, they ask questions, and then Jesus through me answers their questions. And then there's another section on there where if they want you to buy a year's worth of sessions for a, a set price, then they could get a set price, you know, and whenever they want to use them a session, they can schedule it, and they've already purchased it. 
The process, Jason, for a Jesus Chat session and a Jesus Chat experience is this. Uh, we People schedule, we get on a call, and we see each other, and the first thing I, I say after hello and nice to see you is I'm going to explain, give you a few of the ground rules here and just basics before we enter into the experience. First thing is to get comfortable and relax. And, and be in a comfortable space. Second, I'll talk about some techie stuff that I won't get into here because it's just about connecting with the Zoom software that I use for the calls and recordings. Uh, and then I asked people, I said, I want to give you the opportunity. If there's something on your mind and your heart at this moment that you haven't told me already beforehand, if you want to share something verbally or hold it within your heart, you can do so. And so people have the opportunity either to share something or not. And if they share something, I say thank you very much. I, all that information you share with me goes into the ether that is around me, the energy around me. And then I say to them, well, that's about it. And I have one final question to ask you. And they go, okay. And then I say, would you like a message? And then they say, yes. I enter into the trance state. And Joe's consciousness goes out, and I'm like, Jesus of Nazareth, speak through me. And the messages usually, according to feedback I receive, the messages last between 10 to 20 minutes. And then at the end, after Joe has come back, I allow people the opportunity to express whatever they want to express, one or two things I may have gotten out of it for themselves. And some people will share. A lot of them have shared. And, and there have been some that just say, no, I have nothing to share. It's okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> Remember, and, 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 and as a reminder, you can always come back, you know, and if you feel like this is something of value, uh, you can, you know, come back and schedule another session. If you felt you got something of value out of this, please feel free to share this, you know, with your friends, share the website link, uh, let them know about your own experience. and. Uh, that usually ends the the session. Okay. And the website is www.thejesuschats.com, just in case anyone on the audience is interested in going there. Exactly. Um, you can go there. You can find all the information you want there. You can uh, sign up for the e for I send out regular emails, and when you do sign up, you will get a you will get for free when you sign up on the for the email. Uh, connection that you will get a uh, free channel message from Jesus on the power of love that is written out. That is for you, you to keep. And everyone gets their own individualized message based on reaching out to you. So that's pretty cool. Really cool. Well, thank you. Yes, it is no, while some, well, some elements of the message, channel message may have an element or two that is similar they're never alike because there is no human being that is totally 100% alike when it comes to their energy, their soul, or their spirit, Jason. That's my yeah. belief. We're all distinctive. I agree with you. We all have our own energy frequency that's unique, our soul, our spirit. Do you, uh, you want to start our reading? <laughs> We're a good, a good sure. time in the program for that. <laughs> sure. What do we do? 
Um, How does this differ from something well, I do with people? Like, First of all, I would encourage you to be, be, get comfortable. Okay. And just be comfortable. I want to welcome you to the Jesus Chat experience. Jason? Thank you. Uh, Thanks. If there is something on your mind and your heart in this moment that you would like to share verbally or keep it to your heart, you know, have the opportunity to do so. Yeah, I'm good with going forward without sharing anything. Verbally. All right. That's <laughs> very well. All right. Okay. Um, in that case, then, would you like a message? Absolutely. It is with deep reverence, my beloved child, that I come before you and send blessings to you at this moment in time and space because you are a beloved child of the, and you are loved and you are needed in your one in this time and space. It is what you do in your life that matters the most. You've decided to change the path and course of your life to help people to improve their lives, to change their lives. And there's nothing greater in the world that you could do than show the love that is within your heart to others. And as you do, my beloved child, you are changing the world but not only changing the world, but you are changing yourself. And my beloved one, remember this always, that the one thing you can do always, no matter what any circumstance you're in, my beloved one, is to share the love that is within you with others. And this love that comes forth through you, within you, and, with, and goes out from you is from your heart and from your soul. And when you connect your heart and your soul together, my beloved child, whom I'm well pleased, you know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, they're doing something to improve the world. You're changing the world through the power of your energy, through the power of your light, through the power of your heart, through the power of your soul. And there is no thing that is more powerful than a connection between your heart and your soul. My beloved, when you have been through so much in your life and you wanted to do something to help the world be a better place, this is why you've chosen the way that you've gone in your life, in all areas of your life, to help people out, to be there to, for the ones that have no one to speak for them, and for the ones that cry out, that seek support and guidance in their life. And you have come forth and said, I will speak up for you. And you've also come forth and said, I will let Others speak through me too. Others to share messages of love to others that come to you and seek your wisdom and your guidance. You share with them. And there's nothing more beautiful that you can do, my child, to do this. In the divine light that lights within you, within your heart, is something that is shining brightly right now. It is shining brighter than it ever has before because you realize within your own heart and soul that the love is the only emotion I send out, my beloved child. You may have read of many things about judgment and fear attached to my name by other people, but I assure you, my beloved, one of the love, you have an ever and ever ending stream of my love flowing to your heart. And it comes from me to you always. And it never ends. It can never end. You have sought to help people out, my beloved one. And you seek to help people out through the way in which you're sharing what you are receiving now and what others receive as you're receiving these words. My beloved one, you have the power of light and love within you. It is filling you up so much in this time and space because it is needed. You realize it is needed right now. 
and you know within you, within your soul, the gifts you have, my child, are the ones that are needed at this time and space. And when you do share them with the world, you're sharing from the truest essence of your of your spiritual being. And you you tried a lot in your life to push your way through, push things through, make changes to to plead and to pull and to yank and do so many things. And you found yourself in a place of surrender. Not in a place of surrender, of giving up totally on the essence of living. That's not what I mean, my beloved one. You've surrendered to the fact that you have deep, wonderful, beautiful gifts within you. And when you share these with others in the world, you are a beacon of healing. You are a light of wholeness. You're a divine light of love. When you give yourself the opportunity to open yourself up, to share this with the world, to share it with people, and let them know, let them know that there is love far beyond what they can see and feel, my beloved, when you know that the power of love is the most powerful thing in the world. And right now, my child, you, in everything that you do, seek to share that love with others. And it's all you can do. It's all you can be in whatever you're doing. Your divine challenge, my beloved child, and who I'm all pleased is this, are the purest essence you can be and allow the light of love within your heart and your soul to continue to shine brightly outwardly. Tend to your soul, my beloved child. Always take care of your own soul. It is what you need to do for you. It is what you need to do to help you help others. And it is what you need to do to help resolve the issues that continue to run around in your own mind, the heart, and soul that you're trying to heal. When you allow love in these areas where you're struggling to to fix things, to, to find answers, to, to, to seek guidance and wisdom. If you let the love that I send you into your heart, into your soul, you will bring yourself to the place of more peace than you've had in your life. And when you have more peace, my beloved child, who am I pleased? You have more clarity to do what you need to do in this world and to be present and to be a light and to all humanity, my beloved, when you have come forth in this time, because you realize that this is a time where light is needed. This is a time and space where your light is needed in this world. And you've now come forth and said, I am changing. I am changing what I am going to do because my light is needed to help others. You have no voice. And you now, my child, are the one who is willing to step forth and say, here I am. I'm speaking for you. In my earthly ministry, my beloved one, there were many examples where I healed people, where I touched people's hearts and their souls and changed them from one state of being to another. You have that same ability to do that, my beloved one. Use the energy within you, my beloved one, to help heal others. 
and to help you yourself and to know that the love that I share with you never ends. I encourage you, my beloved one, to go in peace, to know that you have within you the deep, rich spiritual gifts of love and holiness and light and grace and peace that you have sought for yourself for years and years and years. Now you can share that with others, and you do, and you will continue to do so, my child. You are so filled with love, my beloved. You have the love within you that when you connect to it, my child, it is a beautiful thing for you and for those who listen to you. My child, I encourage you to go in peace and know that my love comes to you always. Go in peace. Hi, Jason. Wow. Very profound. Very revealing. Very positive. Very healing message. The stuff that was said, I felt very nice about. Very relaxing. Very comforting. Very reassuring. Very, you know, it's interesting. You you know, uh, when you channeled Jesus just now and you brought up love, like, interestingly enough, being through the quarantine and being by myself a lot, I've actually kind of, I don't know. I changed my perspective about how love should be communicated to others in your life. Like I literally, I mean, plus two years ago, I went through a cancer experience, stage one kidney cancer. And that really laid the foundation for me to really appreciate love, you know, loving others in your life and um, always expressing that love as much as possible. I even do that with like people I work with, not that like, you know, I tell people I love them when I really feel comfortable doing so. And I don't feel awkward with social norms to tell my male college friends, my fraternity brothers, I love them or their families, or people I really care about, or people I respect. That's something I've been doing very frequently, especially in the last five months or so with this pandemic going on, is to express love whenever possible. And um, that's, a strong, that's a strong thing for me. And it's also funny because I've discovered more love in the last year of my life than I did before, than the 43 before that. And people can come into your life that you least expect to leave a positive influence on you, they could be like a short-term type situation, but they leave a lasting mark, and it's a positive one. And that's what I think I'm very grateful for, is experiencing these very positive experiences since last September or so until now. It's very good, very good stuff. And I know it's going to continue, and I'm going to share that with others as well. I'm glad you found value in what you received and what you experienced. And my hope is those that listen around the world Whatever they received, the experience helps them to. I want to ask you this. There, yes. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I didn't interrupt you if you're in the middle of thought. No, 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 no. You're you're fine. You're fine. I was I was going to pause and let you ask your next question. <laughs> no worries. My question is: <laughs> delivering a message of love is so needed, like you said, when you channel Jesus, and I've been going to several protests and I know there's members of my audience that may not agree with that. Everybody's inside their opinion, but I'll say this: when I am out in the streets and doing a peaceful marching protest kind of thing here in Tampa with a group of people, I probably don't know very well. I can feel that universal love as well. <laughs> I feel the love of wanting change in our society and overcoming discrimination and hate and all these things that need to be overcome finally and for good. When you're doing your Jesus chats with people, 
do you feel that energy within them as well of wanting to move ourselves forward and overcome any obstacles that exist within themselves so that they can experience the type of love that I'm describing? My hope, Jason, is that that's one of the byproducts of a session with an individual is that they receive whatever they receive in their experiences, whatever they experience. Yet I hope that whatever they hear helps begin a healing process within them that however that looks for them, they can continue in that path. One goes simply by the biblical narratives in the Gospels, okay? And just use that as a template. And and for your listeners, for your edification, yes, I read the Bible a number of times, back, forth, up, down, left, right. So for those listening, yes, I have. So what I am going to say to you and to your many listeners is this that if you really look beneath the surface, beneath the surface of the words that you're reading, if you're reading that at all, if you've read it in the past, is this, that Jesus of Nazareth, whether you choose to believe it or not, was one of the most powerful ascended masters that was a social warrior, a social justice warrior during his ministry and his life on earth. Now stop to think about that for a minute. If you read and observe all the times he reached out to different people and he helped them change from being blind to seeing, from being lame to walking, all these all these miracles. One could say he changed the energy within them. So they could heal and see and walk and rise from the dead. But he didn't just do it to a certain group of people. He didn't say, I'm only going to do it to this group and not the other groups. He went and had people follow him that were the miscreants of his world. The ones that people looked down upon. The ones that said, you're not allowed here. The ones that were marginalized. I can and, understand that. And, 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 and so, so when I say to you and to anyone listening that Jesus of Nazareth was a social justice warrior, there is evidence there. And there's evidence beyond what is in the biblical narrative, too. If you look at the Gnostic Gospels, the Essenes, things like that, if you're willing to open yourself to a greater cosmological look, metaphysically, spiritually, energetically, around Jesus of Nazareth. That's amazing. That's great. So, so this is um, so. So that's where that's where that's where you, you've got one has to discern in themselves which path. Do you want? Do you want to take the one that's in the box, and the one that's out of the box? I always opt for being out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> my, mom always, my mom always teaches little kids. 
<laughs> that I always, even though I was conformist for most of my life, that I've always, if I stood for something I believed in, I always was like her. And we wouldn't be confined or, or conformist in that respect. Like my mom went to Woodstock in the 60s, you know, 69 and partake in that event. And I can tell you that growing up in that kind of an environment always taught me to be outside the box and challenge the norms if you know that they're not right. So I can see what you're talking about. And also because of some of the challenges I faced in my own personal life too, that that it's at times, yes, at times I've gotten in the box and I've, I've been there. It's, 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 it's safe. It's secure. I know. I, I like like I know the box is very safe. It has the you know it has the rules and regulations and things like that. And let me be clear too: when you get outside of the box, there are also some some uh, guiding principles, if you will, or guiding rules. It's not like anything goes. Just go run rampant and and have no consciousness about you. No awareness about you. That's not what I'm saying. When you get out of the box, you still have to respect the fact that you you're out of the box, and 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 so there is another. I'd say there's another set of challenges that when you do that, when you when you don't get in the box totally and you come out of, and you are out of the box, you still have some things you have to abide by. Shall I say? You know, it isn't time to just like I said, run roughshod, you know, absolutely, you know, gonzo, do whatever you want to do. It's not like that. So, but I, but I believe people who are listening to this podcast, listening to this show right now, listening to us have this conversation, they understand themselves that uh, there are amateurs. When you choose, I'm not conform to this list or that list, there's still parameters that one must be aware of. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right about that. In terms of a debriefing, after you do your reading and you have your Jesus chat, do you usually debrief the person or do you let the person ask questions or how does that usually go with your session? Of the session, you know, I, I like I said earlier, I asked people and said, okay, it, it, share something with me that you got out of it and which you, which you did. So yeah, I, I, I let them share something, one or two things they heard through me and let them share it. And then like I said to you, I said, well, thank you for sharing that, your experience. I greatly appreciate it. And, you know, like I did with you, Jason, I remind people, you know, if you feel the uh, need or feel the desire to have another session and you're free to come back, share this with others. If you got something valuable out of it. Feel free to write up a testimonial. I welcome those about your experience if you choose to. And um, when you go to www.thejesuschats.com, there is a whole page of testimonials on there. And some long, some short testimonials, but people have shared about their experiences. Amazing. I know that reviews are always one of the most helpful things when people experience something like this, I think it's it's great to be able to share that with others and give them the opportunity of kind of having an informed, somewhat informed thing through a review to get at least to experience ahead of time before they invest in it. What I want to share with you is I, I felt very, very positive during that entire experience just now. I thought that the message was very on point. I felt very, um, very comfortable. 
And I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this with our audience today. I know it takes a lot to have the courage to come in and, and you know, do this on, on, on call. Uh, one of the things that I know for myself, when I first started becoming open myself, I came out of my own spiritual closet about four, four years ago, almost, even though I've been doing this since 04. My grandfather passed away. One of the hardest things at first to do is just to have that paradigm shift within yourself and say, you know what, this is who I am. And if people accept that, that's great. If they don't, that's great. But I'm on my own path. And I feel like you've got that as well. And I think that's what's going to help you be successful with this is because you're, you're going on your own path and you're, and you're guided to do so. And any critics that might say, oh, well, how can you get Jesus? <laughs> I'm sure there's critics out there. The point is you don't have to look at those critics with negativity at all because you're doing something in your own lane that you're helping people heal and grow and gain insight. And those are very positive attributes, which is very protected. And that's why I believe I, I really enjoyed the experience. I, I really appreciated it. It gave me some insight. And as you were talking to me about that, when you're channeling Jesus, it also gave me some insight on myself that I kind of had a parallel thing going on while he was going through you and explaining things. I thought of certain things in my life recently that really reflected upon what was being said. So it made me, it made me feel very good about my path, where I'm going, what's, what's the future and all those kind of things. So I know um, that's appreciated. <laughs> well, I'm you glad that you got something out of it. Yeah. Absolutely. No, go ahead. We're going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> No, I, no, I was going to say this, that, you know, I am very grateful that you received that and more out of the experience. And to let people know, you and all of your loving listeners know that uh, the experience is something that is not only what you may hear, but it also involves what you feel. I've had that feedback to people. It may be more that the words may not, but it's the energy and the feeling that you receive that may be more of a powerful thing than what you're hearing audibly. That's an interesting and dynamic. Absolutely. Very true. So I'll ask you I, something uh, that has nothing to – go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm good. Uh, you're, you're fine. I didn't mean I, – I, one of the hardest things sometimes when you do a podcast is trying not to talk over your guests. I try so hard not to do it. Sometimes, of course, it <laughs> still like, happens. Oh, you're good. You're you're good, dude. You know, Don't worry about it's, it. It's just fine. It's, uh, it's fine. I think we're just so passionate about these spiritual topics when we discuss them. I feel like it, it's like it's such a great dynamic. I was going to ask you, if you were a spirit animal, which spirit animal would you be and why? If you could share that with our audience. A horse. A horse. And, and because, why? Because a horse is strong. Um, has great stamina, runs free. To me, the image of horses being in Kentucky in the bluegrass state of Kentucky, running free and, you know, or it could be any state, but I'm just thinking Kentucky comes to mind, like the great thoroughbreds that, that you know, go and have these huge fields of grass they can just run free in, or maybe the wild horses up in, you know, Wyoming or, or, or other places around the world to the listeners that are listening in other countries. To this, Jason, that, that horses that run free, they're they're un, they're they're not they're not tied down. They're free, free. Horses run run like the wind. To take the words and say that it's like they're they're such they're they're strong. They have a sense of freedom about them, 
and they, for the most part, are pretty. I mean, they, if you if they if you see horses come to the edge of a of a fence and someone's petting them, like rubbing their mane and stuff like that, they love that. So oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, there's a sense there's sense of there is a sense of love within horses too. But basically, it's around their their strength, their stamina, and the and the freedom that these animals feel. I believe. I love that analogy. Plus, as you say that, I think of you as a free soul in terms of pursuing your spiritual path and helping enlighten others. So that's where the horse is a good choice. I always say owl for myself. Uh, it's just I have two parrots, and I'm connected to birds for some reason. I grew up with a parrot growing up for 20 years, and I just got a, two parrots two years, uh, four years ago. And I would say mm-hmm. an owl, though, because they have big eyes. They fly around, and they're wise, and they try to gain wisdom all the time. And uh-huh. once again, a free soul, which is myself. So we're actually running low on time, and I know okay. it's, uh, it's about that time. So I want to thank you for coming on the show today and for sharing your, your gift with our audience and doing that Jesus chat with me. Once again, to reiterate for our audience, how would be the best way for them to reach you if they wanted to find out more about you or to reach out to you or schedule a session or anything like that? Go to www.thejesuschats.com, and you can find out on there all the information about sessions. You can also find out about the YouTube channel for the Jesus Chats. You can find out about the Facebook group for the Jesus Chats. You can there's a, an you can look in there for you contact me uh, directly via email in the contact area and let me know if you have like if you've heard this if you've heard this podcast. If you go to the JesusChats.com, we go to the contact area, and let me know you heard this this podcast. Let me know you heard a, a conversation that Jason and I had. I would be interested in hearing what your experience was. And also, don't forget at the very bottom of the website, you can sign up to receive free emails that will let you know about when I like have new po- new blog posts up. You'll get emails that are just basic emails of information to you. Uh, you will get a free tra- a free channeled message from Jesus and Nazareth on the power of love that you can get yourself and have that for you. It's not individually tailored. It's a general channeled message on the power of love. Excellent. So go to the JesusChats.com. Great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. It's You're more than pleasure. welcome. Jason, it's been an honor and a pleasure. It really, really has. And I thank you for the service you provide to to people through your own soul and your spirit. And to those listening um, around the world, uh, thank you for being who you are in this world today and being the light that you are to those you love. Thank you so much, sir. Stay safe in Texas. I know you're out there, so stay safe. I'm here in Florida. We both have high... COVID stuff going on right now. So I don't know why I spelled it out like that, COVID stuff. So it's something to keep in mind. Just be careful. I encourage our audience to practice social distancing, wear a mask whenever possible, policy, the CDC guidelines. Please, we need to get this thing under control. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Take care, Joe. Be safe. Thank you. All right. I just want to thank our audience for tuning into this episode. Uh, Joe Rutland is a very charismatic individual. I had the, pl- the pleasure and the benefit of talking to him yesterday for a while before we did this episode today. And um, I enjoyed that Jesus chat that we had for the show. I really like getting, having opportunities 
of showcasing individuals who have unique abilities and unique perspectives to offer that to you as the audience. So you can kind of, you know, I've only had one other channel on that I can recall, and that was several months ago. And, and I really like messages of, of love and peace and, you know, those kind of ideas, um, unconditional love, having the ability to, to try to work with each other. Those are the things we need right now more than anything else. We're going to have uh, more programming continuing. Uh, obviously, you probably noticed a change in my programming a little bit. Don't consider it anything but an expansion of what I'm going to offer my, our audience. Um, we're going to still have our spiritual stuff. We're going to have our you know free readings with free reading Fridays or free reading episodes in general. We're also going to have you know mind body spirit stuff still on or different type of, of things we've had before. But we're also going to have social justice issues. I really want to showcase people who are dealing with the current issues affecting our society, not just in the United States, but across the world. This is a movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, and trying to end systemic racism and inequities. This is a movement that I believe very wholeheartedly, and I, I really do. And anyone who has a spiritual bone in their body, I challenge you. I challenge you to keep an open mind with this stuff. I don't expect you to have to go and, and protest, but if you could, that's great. If you can participate, opening your own mind, if that's the first start of it, is to open your own mind first, taking a step outside your point of view and really thinking about things and thinking, what makes this society stronger? What makes us stronger as a group of people? What makes us happier? And in my opinion, that all boils down to us having equality in this world, you know, not just for race or sexual orientation or transgender or anything. It's, it's important. Women, any type of, of minority group that we're dealing with in our, in our world, uh, Native American Indians, the United States, or Aborigines in, in Australia. I went to Australia in 2000, I think it was 2011, and I was surprised at how Australian society has struggled with their own minority populations, just like the United States and other countries. And this isn't something that's one country specific. This is something that's intrinsic within our DNA. For equality is within ourselves. And as we evolve as a, as a human being and as a humanity, I strongly believe that these things are going to change within us, that we can learn new things and new approaches and new perspectives. That's one of our biggest challenges for the 21st century, I believe, that we could advance ourselves so much as a people. And I say one people, not just a country. I think nation states are important, but I believe as a people, we need, we need to start thinking ourselves that way. If we're going to be planning expeditions to other planet, we're a people. And it doesn't matter what the color of your skin is or who you like in bed or who you pray to or any of these things, what language you speak. We should celebrate our diversity and, and, and really respect it. It makes us who we are. It comes from within. And those are things I challenge myself every day as well. And I hope you can do the same. If you find that you're challenged and you don't know how to like relate to certain things because you might be in a bubble somewhere, I grew up in a bubble like that in New Jersey, and my little bubble existed of 28,000 people in one square mile, and it was in the 70s and 80s and early 90s, and my bubble didn't burst, so I went to college in Florida, and that's when I started seeing people from different backgrounds and countries all around the world at the University of Tampa for myself. I will say, for those of you who are in a bubble, try to go outside that bubble, and it, it might be uncomfortable at first, but you might find you'll learn a lot about the world around you, and when we do that, that's where we'll grow. That's where our paradigm shifts. So 
I welcome everybody in that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And thank you for supporting our show. And if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to the show directly. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Are you looking for that perfect gift to express your appreciation for your loved one or bestie? Well, look no further. Royal Susie offers one-of-a-kind designs with genuine high-quality crystals, stones, and the most precious of metals that are guaranteed to satisfy the urges of your inner king or queen. Each piece is handcrafted with love and is sure to inspire and captivate all. Indulge yourself by visiting Royal Susie's website at www.royalsusie.com for splendid items like agate bookends, impressively crystal-studded bottle stoppers, and beautifully handcrafted nightlights that will charm every room in your home. Royal Susie's featured collections will truly delight your guests and always make them feel welcome. Any questions? Contact Royal Susie directly by email at royalsusiedesigns at yahoo.com. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement. Inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electricast.